0: وَيَا Adam and O Adam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now addressed Adam alayhi salam. Uskun, you dwell, you live from Sakana. What does sakana mean to live? From the same root is the word maskan, which is used for home. So you live, you dwell, meaning what is your home? Jannah. So you dwell Anta you وَزَوْجُكَ and your wife, Hawa, where? In Al Jannah, in paradise, in the garden. And when this is your home, this is where you live, then in your home, you have freedom to eat whatever, to use whatever, to go wherever. So Allah gave freedom to Adam in Jannah as well. What? That Fakula, then both of you eat from Akala. Both of you eat, min from Haisu where Shi'tuma, you both willed. Notice the Alif at the end. Fakula, min Haisu Shi'tuma. Alif at the end, what does that indicate? Dual, two people. So eat from wherever you want. Eat from wherever you want. No restrictions. You can eat anything from wherever. Walla And do not تَقْرَبَ You go near هَذِهِ This ashjara The tree. But do not go near this one tree. Only that is forbidden. You can eat everything, anything, except for the fruit of this one tree. Why? Because if you eat it, fatakuna, then both of you will be min from Allah mean the wrongdoers. If Allah wanted, He could have made the fruit of that tree halal for Adam. Was it difficult for Allah? No, it wasn't difficult for Allah. Allah could have made it halal, permissible. He could have made it beneficial for Adam, but He didn't. Why? Because Adam was being tested. And this is our reality as well. If Allah wanted, He could have made everything permissible. Yelling, backbiting, right? And He didn't. He didn't. Why? As a test for us. Adam, alayhi could have been in Jannah and that forbidden tree could have been removed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not have placed that tree in Jannah. Was that possible for Allah? Definitely. So, just like that, when we find opportunities to sin, to disobey Allah, it was very much easy for Allah to not put us in those situations. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does. Why? Because He is testing us. That what does my servant do when he is tempted by such and such? Does he remember me or does he forget me? Does he remember my rules? Or does he follow his desires? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warned Adam from before. You can eat everything except for the fruit of this one tree. And just like that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has warned us as well from before. You can do everything except for this and this and this. This is what is forbidden. Otherwise, everything is permissible for you. But how do we justify sins? That if it's coming my way, that means it's okay for me. Allah sending it my way, that means I should be doing it. That means... It's okay for me because Allah's putting me in that situation. No, it's not right. If Allah is putting you in a situation where you have the opportunity to sin, remember it is a test. So Allah subhanahu wa taala tested Adam as well. Fawaswasa. So he whispered, "Lahuma" to them two, to them both. a shaytanu shaytan. Shaytan whispered to both of them, both of who, Adam and Hawa. The word waswasa wow seen. Waswasah wow, seen. literally means al khafi, secret or rather hidden voice hidden voice that you don't know where it's coming from you know for instance if someone is talking to you in front of you you know where that sound is coming from but if there's like you can hear things in your head is somebody saying those words? no But you hear things in your head many times when you have that inner conversation taking place, or when you can hear, when there's flashbacks of what people said to you, what you heard somewhere, it's literally as though you can hear those words. Hmm? So this is what, a saudul khafi is, waswasa. But remember that this is a saudul khafi that is al-mukarrir, repetitive, meaning it comes again and again and again. So for example, you have this thought, Literally as if somebody is telling you to say something, to do something. And it doesn't just tell you once or twice, but again and again and again. So for example, you're sitting in the living room. And then, where's the remote control? Where's the remote control? you like, whatever, I'm reading. Where's the remote control? I'm reading. Where's the remote control? And that thought doesn't go away. Until what happens? Either you say, whatever, I'm just going to go from here because I'm going to be tempted to watch television right now and I should really be reading. I should be doing my work. Hmm? Or, you'll be like, forget it, leave the book aside and where is it? Where is it? Okay, here it is. Like Okay, start watching. You're like, okay, five minutes, only five minutes, only five minutes. And then after five minutes are over, you're like, five minutes are over. But, that that voice tells you, one minute more. Just one more minute. Just until the end of this show. Just until the end of this show. Just until my mom comes. Just until Maghrib begins. Hmm? So, it comes again and again and again. You know, if it's a person talking to you, you can tell them be quiet. But if it's this hidden voice that's, you know, you can hear in your head, how can you tell it to be quiet? You can't. So this is what shaitan is. He whispers to you secretly and again and again and again. So فَوَسْوَسَ لَهُمَ الشَّيْطَانَ Shaitan whispered to them too. Why? What? To eat of that tree. So where's that tree? Where's that tree? Okay, and then you start looking for it. And then, what's on this tree? Okay, it's the fruit. Okay, no, we're not supposed to eat it. But what is it? But look at it. But okay, just pick it. And then, taste it, taste it. Like, no, 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 taste it, have it. No, 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 have it. Many times it happens that there's something wrong, a wrong action, and you intend to do it. And you tell yourself, no, I'm not supposed to do it. But then that thought comes again. And then you resist, it comes again. Right? So this is from shaitan, promptings of shaitan. So, فَوَسْوَسَ لَهُمَا الشَّيْطَانِ Shaitan whispered to them, and he didn't leave them. He didn't leave them. Now the, over here we might say, but why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let shaitan do this? Why did he give him so much freedom? As a test again. Because remember, you are more powerful than shaitan. You are stronger. In the sense that shaitan can only whisper. He cannot force you. You can always say, أَعُوذُ Rajeem," And busy yourself in the remembrance of Allah and believe me that waswasa will stop. It will go away. Have you ever experienced that? there's a recurring you know, bad thought coming into your mind, a bad idea coming into your head. And you say, أعوذ بالله من You busy yourself, you go do something, and that thought eventually goes away. So فَوَسْوَسَ لَهُمَ shaitan. He whispered to both of them. Why? Because he was angry at Adam. Remember, he was very angry. And when he had this animosity for Adam, he wanted to humiliate Adam. He wanted to humiliate Adam because he felt he was humiliated because of Adam. So he wanted to bring the same humiliation on Adam or something similar at least. And what was that humiliation that he wanted to bring on Adam? Li that he should expose Yubadiya from ba dal wa, budub, to become apparent. So he wanted to expose lahuma for both of them, meaning for Adam and Hawa ma that which wuriya it was hidden it was concealed wuriya from wal raya wara means behind so what is behind far is hidden from you so ma that which was hidden anhuma from both of them and what was it that was hidden from both adam and hawa what was it that was covered from both adam and hawa that they could not see it was min saatihima from their private parts so at... Lord of so'a. So'a is that which literally means is evil. Okay? And what it means is that that whose exposure will embarrass a person. Okay? So so'a refers to private part. Why? Because when it's exposed, it's a source of embarrassment for a person. Even children, if they are exposed, they feel embarrassed. Little children sometimes don't want to get changed in front of other people. Right? Because it's a source of embarrassment for them. The word soa is also used for a dead body. Why? Because it is a source of, you can say, disgrace and embarrassment for who? For the one who killed him. Right? And also, think about it. When you are lying down and if somebody comes very close to you, okay, you might want to cover yourself or you might want to move away or have some you know, personal space between yourself and other people. But when a person is dead, then people are touching him and uh, washing his body and they're doing things which he would not otherwise allow to do at all. So, min سوءاتهما. So what do we see over here? That shaitan wanted to expose their private parts which were concealed. Meaning shaitan wanted to make both of them, Adam and Hawa, Naked in front of each other. Now how? What does this mean? Basically, Shaitan is who? Our enemy. Right? And the enemy wants that, you know, his opponent is humiliated and disgraced. Shaitan hates us so much that when we were born, what did he do? He hit us. Imagine a newborn he hits him, kicks him, so that the newborn cries immediately. Hmm? Shaitan hates us so much that when we yawn with our mouth open, he laughs at us. Why? Because we're not looking that beautiful at that time. Right? Think about it. A person... Yawning with his mouth wide open. Every time I think about this, it reminds me of a chimp or something, you know, with its mouth wide open. How ugly does he look? All the teeth showing in a mouth wide open. This is why the Prophet ﷺ said that when you are praying salah and you have the urge to yawn, then what should you do? Resist it. Control that urge keep your mouth closed as much as possible. If that's not possible, cover your mouth, right? If you have the urge to yawn, cover your mouth. Because anyone who yawns with their mouth wide open, you know that they don't look that great. Right? And shaitan, he laughs at them. Like, look at you, look at you. You look horrible. He laughs. This is how much he hates us. So shaitan, he wanted that Adam and Hawa, they become naked. Because then they'll feel embarrassed so shaitan will have a good laugh. Now we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed humankind with dignity, right? with honor, that he commanded the angels to prostrate to Adam alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed us with dignity and honor and shaitan wants that people should become naked. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed people with morality and shaitan wants us to become profane and indecent in our speech, in our actions. So when we sin, when we disobey, we are humiliating ourselves and that makes shaitan happy. Alright? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored human beings. When a servant is obedient to Allah, then his status is greater than that of the angels even. Just imagine the potential that every human being has to be greater than than the angels even. But what does shaitan want? That we are humiliated. That we fall in the deep, deep pits of hellfire. That's what shaitan wants. He wants to humiliate us, degrade us. So he wanted to degrade Adam as well. And how did he want to achieve that? By making them naked somehow. Because we know that Adam and Hawa, both of them, they were created as adults. They were not created as babies. No, they were both created as adults. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed them both with the garments, with the clothing of Jannah. And that clothing was not just a means of covering them, but also a means of honoring them. Because think about it, clothing, it really beautifies you, it covers you, it completes you. Right? So shaitan didn't like that either. So he was jealous basically, angry, and he wanted that Adam is humiliated and his clothes are also taken away from him. And even though a husband and wife, they don't have any barrier between them in the sense that they don't have to cover themselves in front of each other, but still, it's embarrassing for a person to be completely naked in front of their spouse even. Or at, think about it, Adam and Hawa no idea about what the other person is like imagine their clothes he wanted their clothes to be taken away he wanted to humiliate and embarrass them in front of one another so waqala and he said ma نَهَاكُمَا he forbade you both rabbukuma your lord i'm from hadi this of the tree your lord only forbade you from this tree Illa أَن antakuna that you both become malakaini two angels Meaning He forbade you from eating the fruit of this tree because He doesn't want you to become angels. In other words, if you eat the fruit of this tree, you will actually become angels. أو, or takuna, You would be men from al Khalidin those who are eternal. So if you eat the fruit, you'll become eternal, you will become angels, and Allah doesn't want that for you. This is why He forbade you from that tree. Just imagine, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was so merciful upon Adam, granted him so much, honored him, and shaitan is making Adam think bad about Allah. Does it happen to us? Of course. Shaitan puts the same kind of thoughts in our head. Allah doesn't want this good for you. This is why such and such is haram. And this is why such and such is not permissible. So a person says, whatever, forget it. I don't care. I'm not gonna pray. I'm not gonna do this. I'm fine the way I am. I don't need Allah. Because the thing is that he wanted Adam and Hawa to be expelled from Jannah. And when they're expelled from Jannah, whatever is of Jannah will remain in Jannah. So the clothes that they were wearing were clothes of Jannah. So they can't take those clothes to the dunya with them. So he knew that if they're expelled, you know, with the anger of Allah, then what will happen? They will be expelled naked. So that's what he wanted. They were eventually going to go to dunya anyway, Adam and Hawa, but he didn't want that they should go with the same respect and honor that they came into Jannah with. He wanted them to be sent away humiliated and disgraced and embarrassed and naked. This is how he wanted them to leave Jannah. This is how he wanted them to go to the dunya. You know, one is that a person leaves a place with dignity and respect. He is sent off in a nice way. And the other is that he's kicked out. He's kicked out. So that is what he wanted for Adam and Hawa. And he said, your Lord only stopped you from having the fruit of this tree because he doesn't want you to become angels and he doesn't want you to become eternal. So if you eat the fruit, you you will become angels. And notice what he said, you'll become angels, and angels are very righteous, so you'll become very righteous. So many times it happens that shaitan, he tells us, you know, take this haram money, and when you will have this haram money, you can give it in charity. You can build a masjid. Imagine what benefit you can bring to this community. And at that time, shaitan makes a person think, oh, this You know, money, this riba is haram. It's not really haram. It's all these religious people who have made it haram. It's not actually haram. This is what shaitan does. He makes people think bad about the religion of Allah, about Allah Himself. وَقَاسَمَهُمَا And he swore to them both. From Qasm Khapsing Me, he swore to them both that inni indeed I Lakuma to both of you, Minan nasiheen of those who are sincere. I am a sincere advisor to you. I want the best for you. I want you to be in Jannah forever. I mean, look, you're having so much fun and you're going to be sent to the world soon. Don't you want to be here forever? So just eat of the fruit of this tree. And then you can worship Allah and you can thank Him and you can praise Him forever. I want the best for you. Imagine, وَقَاسَمَهُمَا And sometimes, people come to us in this form. I really intend good for you. I really mean good. Really, really well for you. So please listen to me. Just do what I'm telling you. You'll thank me later. But in reality, what they're telling you is disobedience to Allah. So he led them both. From the root letters, dal, lam, lam. Dalala, not dalala. With a dād, it means misguidance. With a dal, دل, dalala means to show. To lead. To indicate. Right. So, فَدَلَّهُمَا He led them both. He led them both to what? He led them both to what? To eating the fruit of that tree. But how? بِغُرُورِ Through deception. He deceived them. He lied to them. That if you eat the fruit, you'll become eternal. You'll become angels. And then you'll become so righteous. He deceived them. Because obviously, if He came to them and told them, you know, if you eat the fruit of this tree your clothes will be taken away and you'll be sent out of Jannah, disgraced and humiliated. You think Adam would ever listen to shaitan? Never. So just like that, shaitan doesn't tell us, eat this haram so that you can go to hellfire. right? Do this wrong thing so that Allah will be upset with you. Backbite so that all your good deeds are burnt. Shaitan doesn't say that. He deceives us. How? That eat of this fruit and you will become Eternal backbite, tell this person, warn them, warn them about this other individual and what will happen? You'll feel relieved. You'll feel happy. You'll feel content. It's good for you. Therapy. You don't just vent it out. Relieve yourself. فَدَلَّهُمَا بِغُرُورِ He led them to his goal through deception. فَلَمَّا so سَوْأَن They both tasted. From to taste. When they both tasted الشجر of the tree, what happened? بَدَت It became exposed. لَهُمَا For both of them, Adam and Hawa. What? What became exposed? huma. Private parts of them too. Meaning they both, their clothes were taken away and they were both naked in front of each other. And this was Embarrassing for them that all of a sudden, imagine, someone's clothes are stripped off. Just imagine, someone's clothes are stripped off. If someone has even an ounce of hayat in them, they will feel uncomfortable. So Adam and Hawa, where there is Iman, there is hayat, right? So they felt shy. So what happened? وطفقى, and they both began instantly. طفقى, طفقى, it means to start doing something suddenly. So as an instant reflex, what happened? They both began, yakhsifani, they both patch, they both cover from khasatfa. khasf is to patch, to put one thing on the other and join it. So for example, you are cutting, you know, a shape or something. So what do you do? You take that shape or a sample, you put it on top and then you cut around it. Alright? So when you put one on top of the other, that is what? chasf. So they both began patching, covering, alayhima, on them both, min al jannah, from leaves of jannah. Meaning instantly they started taking leaves of jannah and began covering themselves up. Because it was embarrassing. Wana and he called them both, who? Rabbuhuma, their lord. Rabbuhuma, notice huma. He is the lord of Adam and Hawa. Alright? He is the Lord of Adam and Hawa. He is the Lord of men and women. So Allah called them both, saying, Alam did not anha kuma, I forbid you to, from noon Haya. Did I not forbid both of you, an from tilkuma, that o oh, you two this kuma, o oh, you to? This is said because both people are being addressed. So did I not forbid both of you from this as of the tree? Did I not forbid you from this tree did I not tell you that this tree was not allowed for you Well, and i say lakuma to both of you that inna indeed a shaytan the shaytan lakuma for both of you adubun an enemy mu'bin clear allah said to them did i not forbid you from this tree and did i not warn you that shaytan is your enemy open enemy and the same way has allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not told us very clearly what is wrong and what is right has he not informed us that shaitan is our enemy? But what happens? We do wrong and we say, Oh, it was shaitan. And we don't even say astaghfirullah. We just say it was shaitan and we think that's fine. No, you need to seek forgiveness from Allah if a mistake has happened. And that's exactly what Adam did. Allah Both of them said, who? Adam and Hawa That Rabbana, O our Lord, ظَلَمْنَا We have wronged أنفُسَنَا Ourselves. They both said, Oh Allah, we have wronged ourselves. We have committed a major mistake. We have really been wrong. It's our fault. We made a mistake. And that's true. Anytime that we make a mistake, whose fault is it? It's our fault. Even if shaitan prompted us to do it, yes. Why? Because shaitan cannot force us. He can only suggest repeatedly. But he cannot make us do anything wrong. He cannot force us to extend our hand out and reach for the forbidden fruit. He cannot do that. He can only suggest and suggest and suggest. This is why the Prophet وسلم said, "Alhamdulillah." all praise to Allah, that he has made the plot of shaitan only to a waswasa. That shaitan can only suggest and not do anything else. He can only suggest, he cannot do anything else. So, Adam, alayhi salam, he confessed, Oh, our Lord, it's our fault. Rabbana zolamna anfusana. Wa in and if lam not تغفر, you forgive lana for us. If you don't forgive us, wa tarhamna, and you have mercy on us, lana koonanna al-khasirin. Surely we would definitely be men from al-khasirin, the losers. And this is what we need to remember as well. Mistake has happened. Sin has been committed. Whose fault was it? Our fault. Even though the situation was very difficult. Yes, it was still our fault. Because we decided at the end. We chose to say that word. We chose to express our anger. We chose to do what we did. It was our fault. Confession. And then... Asking Allah forgiveness and mercy. لنا لنا if you don't forgive us, you don't have mercy on us, and we're losers. We're losers. Where can we go? We can't run away from you. We cannot avoid you. So we can only come back to you. We can only come back to you. So oh Allah, you forgive us, you have mercy on us. Look at the difference in the reaction of Shaytan and in the reaction of Adam and Hawa. When they both made a mistake. Shaitan made a mistake when when he refused to prostrate to Adam. And Adam and Hawa made a mistake when, when they ate the fruit of the tree. Both made a mistake. But look at the reaction. Completely different. What did Iblis do? What did he do? He justified his sin. Right? He justified his sin. Did Adam do that too? Did he justify it? That, oh, Allah, shaitan whispered to me, and come on, I wanted to eat it. It was just too tempting. I couldn't hold myself back. And besides, it was just a fruit. Besides, it was right there in front of me. How could I avoid it? No, he didn't justify it. He confessed. He accepted his mistake. And shaitan, he did not accept his mistake, and he wants us to do the same thing. When we make a mistake, we don't accept it. Rather, we present excuses, we justify, we blame others. And that is when we go wrong. That is where we are headed towards failure, eternal failure. And then look over here. Adam salam, When he made a mistake, he is remorseful, right? He was regretful. You see the regret over here. That zalamna and fusana. Shaytan, did he regret? No. Rather, he became stubborn, blaming Allah, angry at Adam, right? Threatening Allah. That's what he did. And Adam a.s., he repented. He asked Allah for forgiveness. Iblis, did he repent? Did he seek forgiveness? No, he didn't. So when can you seek forgiveness? When you accept your mistake. When we don't even acknowledge the sin, when we don't even acknowledge the mistake, how can we apologize? If we're justifying, we can never say sorry. Right? Think about it. If you ever said something to someone in anger, and later on you find out that they're very hurt, and somebody's telling you, just go apologize to them. When will you apologize? When you will realize that, yeah, I shouldn't have said those harsh words. Right? But if you say, no, they deserved it, I was right when I said what I said, will you be able to say sorry to them? No. Saying sorry to them will seem like climbing a mountain. It will seem impossible. So, what do we learn over here? There's two ways when a mistake has happened. Either we follow what Iblis did or we do what Adam salam did. The choice is ours. Qala, He said, All of you get down. Some of you لِبَعْضٍ For others عَذُوبٌ enemy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clarified it even more. Everyone goes to the earth now. No one is going to be in Jannah now. Adam, Hawa, Iblis everyone in the world. And remember that you are enemies to each other how that iblis shaytan is the enemy of man walakum and for you fil ard in the earth is mustaqar a temporary place of stay wa and enjoyment ila until heenun a time meaning you're not going to stay in the earth forever you're only going to be there for some time it's your home for some time you will stay there for some time he said, Allah said, fiha in it, meaning in the world, taхиёна you shall live from hayat Hayaya. you shall have hayat, you shall have life where, on planet Earth. Wa fiha and in it the you shall die from mut mimwalta, meaning you can only inhabit planet Earth. You can't go on Mars and live there. You can't go on Moon and live there. فيها تحيونا وفيها تموتون ومنها and from it تخرجون. You will be taken out. Meaning when you die and your bodies have become mixed into the earth, what will happen on the day of judgment? Allah will bring you out from the earth. In the Quran we learn منها خلقناكم وفيها نعيدكم ومنها نخرجكم تارة We created you from the earth, we return you in the earth when you die, and from it we will take you out another time. Meaning on the day of resurrection recitation
1: wa ya adam suk an min wala مِنَ وَقَاسَمَهُمَا إِنِّي لَكُمَا لمن النَّاصِحِينَ فَدَلَّاهُمَا بِغُرُورٍ فَلَمَّا ذَاقَ الشَّجَرَةَ بَدَتْ لَهُمَا سَوْآتُهُمَا وَطَفِقَا وَطَفِقا يَخْصِفانِ عَلَيْهِمَا مِنْ وَرَقِ الْجَنَّةِ وَنَادَاهُمَا رَبُّهُمَا أَلَمْ أَنْهَكُمَا عَلَّتِكُمَا الشَّجَرَةَ وَأَقُل لَكُمَا وَأَقُل لَكُمَا الشيطان am not the one ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا who is the one who is the one قَالَ اَهْبِقُوا بَعْضُكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ عَدُوٍ وَلَكُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُسْتَقَرُ وَمَتَاعٌ إِلَى حِينَ قَالَ فِيهَا تَحْيَوْنَ وَفِيهَا تَمُوتُونَ وَمِنْهَا تُخْرَجُونَ
0: So do you know this du'a? رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ Have you memorized this du'a? If you haven't, you should. And after seeing you yesterday, read such a long du'a out of memory, I can say that you can memorize any du'a after that. Seriously. If you can memorize that du'a, you can memorize this du'a. And anytime there is a mistake, anytime there is a sin, anytime you don't know what to do because you've made a mistake, just make this dua. Well, I can't go anywhere but to you. My fault. But please, you have mercy on me. You forgive me. Otherwise, I'm a total loser. I'm doomed. I failed. Subhanakallahumma bihamdi, Nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta. nastaghfiruka wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.